Denver Broncos live on yet another rainy day here in Denver. <laughs> Man, welcome to the Pacific Northwest, yeah. I guess. I mean, the Nuggets embarrassed the Suns so badly yep. that it's just never coming back to Denver. Yep, I think it's coming back tomorrow when the Western Conference Finals start. Ah, poetic. <laughs> yes, it really poetic. is. Poetic. really is. It is time to start thinking about that. I try to just, like, ignore it for a couple of days and just, like, relax. It's 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 for real. Yeah, we can able off. to ignore it and relax. You have to. <laughs> you like there's just no point in stressing yourself out. Like it was a real I tried really hard yesterday just to be like, okay, just it's gonna be fine. Like, don't think about that. There's plenty of time to think about it. You're just gonna make yourself a mess. I'm not like stressed about it. I just have so much hate in my heart. Yeah. Wow. Like so much. Ryan, in the words of Nathaniel Hackett, there's no room for hate in this world. There's so much room for hate <laughs> in sports. And oh, yeah. I hate the Lakers so much. Well, you know, then it's extra poetic that the rain stops tomorrow to not be creating more lakes in this in this city mm, as the Lakers yes. come to town. Yes, because as we know, Los Angeles very famous for its lakes. Didn't they get the name because that w- they were originally in Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's weird to carry that name over. It is very weird. That is dumb. <laughs> Should change it to like oceans or it's, something. It's yeah. almost as bad as the Utah Jazz. You, there's, there's nothing worse. No jazz there. No. Yeah. Like there's gotta be a lake somewhere in California. Yeah, there, there's Definitely a couple. Is, yeah. There yeah. is no Indian jazz. Indian Los in Angeles, <laughs> though. I'm not um, quite sure about that. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's all I've been thinking about. It's just how much I hate the Lakers. Man, yeah. all I've been thinking about is the Chen- Centura Health Training Center. <laughs> I wow. actually believe that. off the tongue, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, a belated Mother's Day to all the moms Absolutely. out there, yeah. uh, especially my mom and my mom, almost especially your guys' mom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. Did you guys uh, celebrate yesterday? <clears throat> My mom was actually just like, ah, I'm, I don't really feel like doing anything today. Let's do do something later this week. Okay, right. there you go. Sounds good. Later this <laughs> week. Yeah. Plans. You get, to, you get it, to make the call. It's, it's very true. Um, and uh, yeah, I had a great dinner with my mom last night. And uh, yeah, happy Mother's Day. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we start there. Centura Health Training Center. <laughs> there you go. The new naming rights and this deal we found out from UC Health, which was the past partner, that the reason it's no longer UC Health is the Broncos just got a way better deal from this mystery company. Today we find out it's Centura Health Training Center and also going to take on uh, their health care for the Broncos. And this, I was told... They're better at repairing ACLs? Uh, you'd hope so yeah. yeah this i was told is just it's one of the most significant deals the broncos have ever made that greg penner hit it out of the park um that greg penner the the fun and games are <coughs> over with greg penner um i mean pretty much everything to talk about how big of a deal this is in terms of and when you think of how big of a deal it is you think yeah. of the cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so this deal must just be absolutely massive. But, but again, there's no numbers. So it's not like I can say, wow, they hit it out of the park. It's like, they say they did a great job. Yeah. I guess we'll trust them. <clears throat> they could have said they did a great job on the Russell Wilson deal. Yeah. Like, imagine if we just never saw Russell Wilson play or we never, like, And we never saw, knew what the compensation yeah. was or, what, like, their con- or, or ex- what they were exactly. paying. Exactly. Let's say it was presented to me as... Remember how the deal with Empower Field went? 
Yes. How would you describe that in your own words? <coughs> well, Ryan? are we talking about that deal or the <laughs> seven years absolute mess that was the lead up to that deal? I think both. I think they're kind mm -hmm. of both in the same stratosphere. Uh, I, I would legitimately go as far as to say it was embarrassing. And I heard this was the exact opposite. <coughs> um, I mean, I believe that. And 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 I do, especially from a monetary standpoint. Yeah. Um, but also, I remember shortly after the Empower deal came out, uh, it, it came out that the Broncos just got fleeced by Empower. And, of course, that was after, like you said, years of embarrassment of not having a stadium, having an... Um, what was it, Sports Authority on the stadium, even when they weren't paying, then a year or two of it being Broncos Stadium. Um, so really, all this means is the official name of the place you're going to be going for training camp is Centura Health Training Facility. And uh, <laughs> um, uh, that the Broncos just got a lot wealthier, so I'm sure everyone's happy for them. Can't wait to head on down to Dove Valley. This, this <laughs> That's like, a, so Centura, they just own a bunch of hospitals, right? Yeah. That's basically how it works. Okay. So I'll make sure system, I'm not missing right? anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so. like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, I guess that's what they paid for. Wow. I asked the question. Now I know what they, what that is. <laughs> right. Right. I've right. heard of it. While we're here, uh, now, we might as well just like get out of that stupid empower deal. Like I'm, Greg Penner, I just like figure it out. The yeah, thing is, buy like, out of it and then just get a massive deal from yeah. someone else. Also, it's just like, it's not a cool company based on their reviews. It's not a good company. Um, and huh. it doesn't sound cool. It's not a sexy product. Um, on top of it, they like have a mini deal with the Chiefs, and mm. the colors like are like that. the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all I bad. will say though, like, I don't think they're trying to pinch pennies on the stadium deal. Like when they when they go negotiate a new one, they absolutely will. At this point, when they look at it and say like, oh, we're we're dropping a couple million bucks a year. Well, damn, like we'll deal with that when the time comes to deal with it. That's also why, because I, I think, just want Greg Penner to get bored and just be like, I'm lighting this deal on fire. I'm going to go get a new one. <laughs> huh. OK, they also had the thing where it's like we're donating $100,000 to charity, mm -hmm. which is that's a part that I like to the Broncos charity to the Broncos charity, um, which makes sense. But I don't know. It's again, I don't think they need to necessarily be pinching pennies. So why not just say like, yeah, give some to our charity and we'll do good things. Like that part of it, that is a, I, I do like that. All right. I don't I care that's all we need too much that. about the rest. Broncos got a lot richer today. And uh, according to Sean Payton, they're going to get a lot richer on mm. the field way earlier than anyone thought. This was the biggest takeaway. Mm. Wasn't about the rookies over the weekend. And what we're referring to is Broncos rookie minicamp happened this weekend. They allowed media to watch practice for an entire day. They allowed media in the locker room to talk to the rookies. And we also talked to Sean Payton. But before we talk about the rookies, we got to talk about what he said, Sean, about Javante Williams, which he just gave up on, he, mm -hmm. he gave out this information on our own. He wasn't asked about Javante Williams' timeline. Uh, Alyssa, can we get that pulled up from Sean? So this was Sean talking about Javante. Um, I think so, yes. Yeah, it's the 13 minute. We, we've got a few here we're looking at at this camp. Um, I feel real good about our group of veterans that are here. Uh, in the building, um, you know, when we signed Samarja, that this is a guy that gave us, you know, flexibility. We know that he can play uh, and be an every down back. Um, 
our, our current starters doing extremely well. Um, I would tell you that we expect him to be ready for the start of training camp, and that's good news. Um, Javante, yes, yeah, his, his 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 rehab's going well, and I don't want to speak for him or Bo or anyone else, but we we get the daily reports. So, um, and and look, I, we're pretty tight-lipped relative to information going out, but I've read a lot, and and but I think uh, his rehab's going well. Um, yeah, I think I, I think. Uh, Look, I think there's a good chance that, you know, if a player's not ready at the start of training camp, he goes to PUP. Um, we're hopeful that he's someone that um, that might not have to go to PUP. Um, so that's good news. And, and in the meantime, the rest of these guys we're looking at closely, and and, uh, and I'm getting to know them. You know, um, that's that's just Sean right there, just. P- putting it out multiple times that he expects him to be ready for the start of training camp, which is two months away. That whole time, it really just sounded like there was something he really, really, really wanted to say, like say it really, really badly, <laughs> but then just couldn't say it. And he's just like, like I can't say this. And so I just got like, uh, I got to talk about it this way and that way. And I have no idea what that thing could be because he said like, we think he's back, but I don't know. It was just kind of a strange Strange thing. I kind of think that's how he sounds every time he talks. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, He's I always mean, just he, hiding a secret. He <laughs> said we're, we're pretty tight-lipped around here. Yeah. Um, and we don't typically let information get out, but you can... He's listening to us. He's exactly. reading uh, everyone talk about how typically this injury is... Uh, at least a full year, if not 14 months, if not 18 mm-hmm. months. You see, I believe Carson Wentz had a similar injury. Obviously, we've talked about J.K. Dobbins. They both take extra long to get back on the field, specifically J.K. Dobbins. And when he did get back, he then had to miss some time after initially coming back. Uh, and Sean's clearly saying that's not the case with Javante right now. <clears throat> this is shocking. Like yeah. That's yeah. the number one word that comes to my mind is shocking. Um, I saw a couple people online being like, wow, and the media told us <laughs> that he would n- never be able to play this year. And it's like, well, we're just using historical context. The best information right. we yeah. have. And yeah. now we have this, which is much better. It's much better. But I guess m- my biggest question after this is shocking is how much do you believe it? Um, mm-hmm. Scale of 1 to 10, your confidence that Javante Williams will be on the field for the first training camp practice. Like a 2. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been a zero before mm-hmm. Sean's comments. Again, we're two months out. I wouldn't have been shocked if we heard this in January, and we kind of did hear it at the Combine when George Payton said, yeah, he's, we're hopeful that he's going to be ready to go week one. And then the closer we got, the more it kind of diminished, and George Payton's comments changed about it. And now we've just gone back to 100. In mm-hmm. fact, even further than George Payton ever went. And the fact that we're two months away, I'm going to say a four. I still would just be shocked if he's on the field at the start of training camp. Let me put it this way. I would be shocked if he was on the field at the start of training camp if he had a normal torn ACL. Yeah. Right, right. Because what week did that happen in? That was like first week of October. So that's like, that's basically the early timeline for a normal ACL Mm -hmm. tear. Yeah. Is like, you know, eight to nine months. Yep. Yep. But we're talking about the whole shebang. And that's what scares me here is like, I need to hear them tell 
tell me like we were actually wrong about how bad the injury was or something like right, that before right, I'm right. like well, I'm not like what's going on here yeah because I can't get Terrell Davis's words out of my head as he yeah. sat right mm -hmm. here in this chair and said my number one advice for Javante is to not rush back um that's the biggest regret of my career right mm -hmm. and so it's like this weird position to sit in here because I'm like Hell yeah, if Javante's back, that mm -hmm. almost changes my outlook on the season. Definitely. Like, yeah. That's how that's good That's a playoff he is. team, without yeah. a doubt. Um, and the other side of me is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you, you kind of hit one out of the park getting Javante Williams in the second round. Yeah. Don't undo that and have it be a one-year wonder because you rushed him back from injury. It's a, the, it's a tough place to be. At the same time, though, like, you can't give running back second contracts, you know? Like, <sighs> yeah. And you, you, that, you've I mean, got... 34 games left. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton has that Excuse kind me. of, bless you, savage you. of a look on things. Exactly. Um, He's like, get him ready. That might be Sean Payton, but George Payton gave a second contract to Dalvin Cook when, when he was at the Vikings. Maybe yep. that was completely out of his hands because he was the assistant general manager, but he True. did that with a second round pick that had played well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a, there's a fine line. Where do you draw the line on how good a running back is before you give them a second contract? Yeah, right. And Dalvin and, Cook's pretty damn good. And the other big thing here is that, I mean, has there ever been an ACL where the recovery wasn't ahead of schedule? Like, they're always ahead of schedule. Until and they're this not. Is, this is like, some would argue, like, 12 months ahead of schedule. <laughs> it's yeah, really exactly. true. Exactly. But it's ahead of schedule now, but then, oh, that he's at 95%, but then it takes yeah. two months to get from 95 to 100. You know, so, I don't know. It, it's definitely exciting, and if Javante's back, it changes the season, but I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Now, two... So I was going to say, my confidence is a one. Yeah, okay. a two. Um, and I will be willing to change my entire outlook on Javante Williams if he's out there for the, for the first training camp practice. And then out there the second week of training camp as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning that it holds up. But But I've just seen it so many times where it's like, okay... He's actually really, really close, but he's just going to start yeah. training camp on the PUP. We're just going to make sure. Yep. And then, you know, that just s snowballs. 100%. We see it every year with someone, every, yes. whether it's a starter, whether it's a backup, whether it's honestly multiple players. Now, to, to uh, Sean Payton's credit in terms of backing his words up, they backed it up with their actions, only signing Samaj P. Ryan. And then mm -hmm. nothing else. I for sure thought they had yeah. to add someone else, whether it was in the draft, whether it was in uh, free agency. And they are signing um, someone from uh, the tryouts over the weekend. Shaq has Patrick. Yes, but I mean a very low-end deal there. Mm -hmm. um, so they're backing it up because I do not believe, and Sean Payton talked about Samaje there, thinks he can be a first, second, third down guy, thinks he can do it all. He's 240 pounds. He's rarely played in over 50% of the snaps, let alone rarely had over 10 carries in a game. If you're basing your entire identity on Samaje Piran and trying to run the ball as much as they want to, and it's just on Samaje, that, that's just a massive gamble. So mm -hmm. that just, again, makes me just a little more confident, Javante. But when I say I'm confident, a little bit more confident he's going to be on the field week one, I'm still uncomfortable as can be about it. Okay, so let me throw on the tinfoil hat here. Sean Payton said, we're a tight-lipped organization or whatever, mm -hmm. something along those lines. And then he voluntarily offered up this information. Yeah. Is there any reason 
say Dalvin Cook mm. that he would want this out there for negotiating purposes. Like, mm. y- like you you don't have us backed into that a corner true. because we only have Samaje P. Ryan and Javante Williams is coming back. He's going to be ready for the first day, of, not even the first week, first day of training camp. Mm-hmm. Our running backs going to be ready. Like we just like Dalvin Cook because of George's history with him. We're not we're not desperate. Yeah, I mean if if they want Dalvin Cook, that would be a, a smart thing to do to bring up Javante's actually fine on his own. The other the other thing that could have happened is. He's really sick of hearing us say Javante is not going to be back until the middle of the season. And he's so sick and annoyed of it that he was like, you know what? You guys didn't even ask. So I'm just going to say we're going to stop this right now. He's going to he's going to be just fine. I would normally say a coach wouldn't know what we're talking about, but he totally does. He knows everything. He's very, very (laughs) dialed in. Very Um, And for for me, man, that Mm -hmm. would just be it's dangerous to uh, put a player like that and in that position if he's not ready to come back. One, of course, what that can do for the injury, but two, trying to rush him back, especially what Terrell Davis told us. I wish I wouldn't have rushed back. I wish I wouldn't mm-hmm. have rushed back. And if they are rushing Javante back, I just hate it so much. Honestly, I don't want to see him out there the first day of training camp because everything we know from what the medical community has told us about this injury and Terrell Davis guys have gone through similar injuries, not even one that as intense say, take your time. It could make sense from some part of a Broncos sense to be like, no, we just want to rush him back and get him there. But from Javante's standpoint, don't do that. Now, maybe Javante is this medical anomaly and it's just, and he really is okay. I just am skeptical that, that that's the case. I'd be curious what the fastest ever recovery is from what we were told was his injury. Now yeah. I'm questioning that. Yeah. And the thing is, though, if it, I don't think there's any reason to doubt what the injury is because wouldn't they want to say, like, oh, after the surgery, turns out it wasn't nearly as bad? Wouldn't we have got that information months ago? I, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. But remember, like, when the injury happened, the the number that I heard thrown around the most was eighteen months. Yeah, yeah, eighteen yeah. months. We are currently at like six. Yeah, which it which is absolutely crazy. I mean, a year would be the middle of the season. Would be October. Henry's doing the math here. Like eight. Okay, eight. but but still. So, yeah. So ten would and be training, training first camp. day of yeah. training camp. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's about half the number that we originally heard. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is, which is wild, but their actions are kind of backing it up. Exactly. No, and totally. that's where some, something is going to happen. Like either Javante is going to be back or they're going to add another back. Because it is crazy going through there. Because like if you don't start the season with Javante Williams, say you carry four other backs, you say, okay, Samaje Pirine's one of them. Tony Jones Jr. is somehow a lock. Tony yeah. Jones Jr. is a basically a yeah. lock to make. He had two carries last year. Yeah, he's he had, had a eight handful carries the year before that. Career. And he's you take Latavius Murray over him a thousand oh, times out of a thousand. Absolutely. Yeah. And then after that, you're like, well, Demaria Crockett, his best college season was with Drew Locke as his quarterback, and he hasn't done much in the NFL. And Tyler Beatty, like he had that nice he kind run of at the me. end. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know he excites me. The undrafted rookies, Julio McLaughlin, he's sick. Like, I don't know. I've got some hot takes about him. Even Emmanuel Wilson, the other one, is just like. 220 pound four five runner he's I'm also just, six small school so like but you're looking at two of either the undrafted guys Jacques patrick who they just signed demarie crockett or tyler Beatty, which is kind of a crazy group and that's assuming tony jones jr with 10 carries crazy, the last two years is locked. bad yes on 
massive football wise. Card. Yeah, football wise, it's bad for me personally. <laughs> if we get Jaleel McLaughlin and Emmanuel Wilson running around out there, I'm gonna be pretty hyped. I'm just like honored to be on set with someone who has hot takes about undrafted. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I got a little bit bored at various points in Wyoming, as people do in Wyoming. Usually, uh, I'm not, I won't make that joke. I won't make that joke. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and but so I did do a little bit of deep dive on some of the undrafted free agents, and I am pretty hyped about a bunch of them. You were only in Wyoming for like two days, and you got bored you got enough to do some undrafted Wow, that, I just, that like, is... All of a sudden, it's like, ah, oh, just pull up the YouTube, just look at the what highlights. What were you in. doing? What brought you to Wyoming? Eddie had a lacrosse tournament. Ah. Uh, yeah. I watched a bunch of girls across. They... They won their first two games, and then they lost to Bozeman. Ooh, you hate to see that. You do. They won state last year, which is like an issue. But then also, and then Jackson Hole was the last game. Okay. But they actually, that was a really close game. I think they wound up losing by two, but they lost to Bozeman the championship last year because there's... They're part of the Montana Lacrosse Association, even though they're in Wyoming somehow. <laughs> You've given far too much information. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I did see seven moose. There you oh, go. Like, Okay, I thought that was like a movie the way you said it. No, <laughs> it, no, no, no. It really does sound so like there a, was that, but a I did Jackson also. Hole original. <laughs> yeah. Seven yeah. moves. saw a little matinee. Seven, seven moves. <laughs> yeah, just bring him into the theater. <laughs> um, you say how you're honored to be on set with uh, with someone that dives this deep. I'm honored to be on set with Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, and yeah. especially the Avalanche Amber Ale. Uh, again, didn't really think that May was the time for Avalanche Amber, but it, it is. Um, unfortunately, the Avs aren't playing, but you can celebrate the Nuggets with an avalanche. Then you can go right into their Nuggets beer and then might as well finish off the night with Broncos country. And tomorrow night, this bar is going to be on fire Ooh. with the Western Conference Finals and the Breck Brews are going to be flowing. If you can make it here, you're going to be drinking Breck Brew. If you can't make it here, but you still want to be having Breck Brew while you watch the Western Conference Finals, watch the Nuggets. Beat the Lakers. Go to breckbrew.com. At the top of the screen, there's a beer finder, which will help you find beer, not just in Denver and Colorado, but all across the 48 continental states. So check them out, breckbrew.com, the official beer of DNVR. And also, check out Bolo um, if you want a Bolo. Uh, bowl, it's bowling day. Yes, it is. It is. Has, okay. has okay. the squad been selected yet? Is it uh, 8 p.m.? I don't know. I literally hit the thumbs up. One second after Lindsay. Wow. wow. Man, he That's gets one win and he's just yep. Jones wow. in. Yep. The squad is set. Um, oh, so it what, looks good. What's the guarantee that you're giving us tonight? Over, under. So you're 148 oh, you don't give last? Guarantees every time. Oh. Uh, yeah, you do. Well, then just make it low. Yeah, you do. So yeah. you'll break 100. Oh, no, he can't do I that. I mean, if you want to if you want to be a win. If you want to impress us, you got to go over 150. So not oh. a guarantee. I'm not. I'm not you saying you have to guarantee. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I we're looking on, for improvement. Like you know, be on the upward swing. If yeah. uh, that that that's all we're asking for, Tony Jones Jr. Improvement. Yep. This year. Significant. You know? have yeah. Three have three carries this year. <laughs> Last time, so I talked a little bit about uh, Ray, who's on one of the other teams. He's a DNVR. Yeah. Yep. OG. Um, he has like the real balls like the you know the whoa the, yeah wow whoa. are they big too he, whoa yeah, huge firm no wow. uh, whoa. eight pounds he has whoa. like the cust like you can like go and get a bowling ball custom made to like the way you bowl wow and he wow. has that and i hate the way that it makes me feel like inferior i'm just like i have to get this now if i want to be good at bowling but you have a ball yeah but mine is literally like a hundred dollar like it's expensive. Yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the good ones are like 300. Okay. Uh, okay. It's just like mine's is like a plastic like 
It's no better than the ones that you get at the at the, at the place. But what is, is custom, what is a cut? Does it fit your fingers differently? So the custom ones, they put like a weight in it based on the way that you bowl. What? Like in a certain spot? Yeah. So if you want it to spin more, then you like put it over here. So the weight kind of like tumbles. Wow. Yeah. That seems like huh. cheating to the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. I found a $10,000 bowling ball. <laughs> like, could you imagine if good golfers clear. just had... Uh, so anyways, yeah, I'm envious of his balls. Yeah, yeah uh, you are envious of his big balls. His big, expensive balls. You're take it, to the uh, it is a big... It is. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see Ray's balls, then sign up Stop. for Bolo Sports. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do what? <laughs> Say those things. You, wanted, you were just saying, like, you wanted to see it, you wanted whatever. I don't... I don't know. Bolo is awesome. For $20 a month, you can play in unlimited pickup games and drop-ins and tournaments. There's bowling and there's cornhole and there's basketball and flag football. There's all the different sports. Um, and they have leagues all around Denver um, and even like Arvada and Aurora and Inglewood and all those other places too. So get your Volo Pass, which you can also actually uh, get the beta version for $10 a month for three months um, and start playing in leagues today. Uh, the registration like has ended. But uh, you can still get the pass. Well, you can get the pass. The thing about the pass, like, it's great for everyone. But let's just say, like, you're single. You recently mm -hmm. moved to Denver. Volo Trying to pass? find a bowler. That's uh, so just true. like a team's like, oh, we have a free agent. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Yeah. They have your wife on it. Oh. That could be. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's not only it's an unofficial dating app. Extremely key, unofficial. I mean, honestly, it's so much better than a dating app. Yeah. What sports? You get to meet people in real life and see if they're athletic. While, do, wow. while doing something to make questions. it less awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it's really true. What sport do you think has resulted in the most marriages? Oh, great question. Bowling might be so up there. In, yeah. But you got to be playing the sport, not just watching it, right? Or do yeah, you get... Yeah, no. Okay. If, I think maybe Volo specific. Okay. What, that might be a small sample size. Me all, list me all the marriages. sports. Okay. No, don't actually. Okay. Because we'd be uh, here. They have a, a lot while. of drinking sports. Yeah. That probably helps. Yeah. Well, maybe not marriages, but helps with some <laughs> other things, probably. Yeah. Like the beer pong might be a bit too much. They maybe like bowling pong? makes more sense. I think so. I mean, they have everything. Wow. Honestly, though, like if you meet a girl who's really good at beer pong, like that's massive green flag. Massive uh -huh. green flag. But small red flag. Yeah, it could be. It could It could be. <laughs> you have to be the judge of the flag size. Yeah. So there's kickball, volleyball, soccer, pickleball, softball, basketball, dodgeball, event, um, flag football, cornhole, yoga, bocce, mini golf, bowling, skee-ball, bar games. I, I was starting to think I was wrong. But futsal? Futsal. Yeah. No idea. I'll see if I can find a picture. Uh, I believe that's the one that's volleyball with only your feet. Wow. Oh. That's something. Um, yeah, Jared just said, what the hell are you talking about? We don't know. Is that a good way to get back on track? Yeah. Um, um but before we do, got to give a shout out to Evan went to steam coffee yesterday. Okay. Um, have you been there? No free ads, but that's fine. Have you been there? You would uh, like it. Local oh, coffee shop. It's kind of, it's like a real between here and my house. Um, no, yeah, no, 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 okay. no it's not. Are in, you sure in, it doesn't have multiple in flat park? It, it might, it might. I'm pretty sure it's a Denver company though. Evan, the barista. Give me a great coffee. Listens to the show. Oh, so shout out to Evan. That's the um, best. It reminds me of like the that scene in Fight Club um, when he comes over to take their order and he's like, clean food, please, because he knows him. <laughs> wow. That's what it makes me now, feel like. I got my, I got I feel like my, Brad uh, Pitt when people recognize me at restaurants. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, you get recognized often, like Brad Pitt, similar level. 
I don't, you're putting me in a position where I have no choice but to flex here. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on the Brad Pitt level. Um, okay, let's hop in to more things that we learned from rookie minicamp, and how about some speed rounds of what we learned? Mm. We just talked about Devontae Williams' health. Randy Gregory has been at uh, the off-season workout program. He's doing well. He's in good shape uh, and doing well. So according to Sean Payton, everyone's doing well on the injury front, which. It's kind of typically what you hear this time of the off season. Yep. I was in Wyoming just watching and that came up and I was like, what's up with Randy Gregory again? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's just what happens is it's like, you can't even remember because it's just like, was it the shoulder? Was it the knee? No, the knee was second. And you just go through like the whole thing every time. Yeah, yep. it's really true. Uh, so he's doing well. That's good on the field though. Drew Sanders, not mm, just doing yeah. well physically, looking great we're at number 41 which we found out these numbers were just given to these guys so the disgusting numbers could go away at some point um we found out <laughs> yet spence still got his number 37 riley moss yeah he did that and could be when, a classic when riley was asked about that this uh, this weekend he said yeah that was just given to me i think we got to earn our numbers or something mm -hmm. so uh, Spence might have the only Spence 37 Riley Moss jersey. He had a That'd great spin. Sick. He said he wants to have the only yep. 37 yeah. yep. Riley yep. Moss. Um, I don't even know if Riley Moss will remember that he ever wore 37. Yeah, I'm, years from now. I'm like very different about that. Like when Kyle Freeland came to the majors, he wore 31. Mm. And then after like his second year, I think, he changed to 21. Yeah. And... I was about to buy a 31 jersey. I'm like, why is this on sale? Mm. And then a guy told me, he's like, oh, he's changing numbers. He saved pretty mm -hmm. much my life. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, now I have to wait for the new one. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, so he's 31. While he's 31, obviously great jersey to have. While he's 21, it's awkward to have the 31. But after he retires, then the 31 becomes cool again. Great point. Great point. For an Iowa guy, it makes sense to get the yeah. 37. If because you, well, you're a massive Riley Moss fan, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're just like, yeah, I'm like a Broncos fan. Yeah, I think this guy, this is the guy I want to rep. But like if you're like diehard Riley Moss, why not? I believe it was Guns and Roses who said, "All we need is just a little patience." Wow. Wait, I don't know well, that I trust Guns and Roses. Fair. I don't know I if don't, I yeah. trust that yeah. that was actually Guns and Roses. Also oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it with so little conviction. Uh, really, I feel like I was really convicted you're like i believe oh maybe you're just saying it poetically yeah oh okay i that's... didn't i didn't pick up on that part <laughs> um but drew sanders just an app so i guess the takeaway from that is probably wait to buy rookies jerseys yeah unless you want a custom vintage one one day yep. um I will, yeah i will say 41 on drew sanders is kind of nice like he, he kind of plays a 41 game thought. yeah he's like ripped enough that he can make most jerseys look good yeah, and I'll tell you, when we talked to him after practice, he didn't look that big, but on the field, you're like, yeah, that's an inside linebacker. So it, it was kind of interesting to mm -hmm. see, and boy, did he play like one. And one of the things that we never really talked about Drew Sanders' game, because I think it's it's not what makes him great, is his coverage ability, and that's what was on display so much. So he had a pick six uh, off of Ben DiNucci, which we'll talk about. In seven about. on seven. Yeah, in seven mm -hmm. on seven, where he just did a fantastic job of reading the quarterback, understanding where the guy was coming in the flat and just jumped it took off would have been an easy easy pick six so he just did a great job reading the quarterback's eyes understanding where the route was but then the rest of practice he just smothered every single uh route that was in the flat every single route that came to him he didn't really turn his back and have to run much in coverage but 
everything that was in front of him. He was just fantastic on sideline to sideline, uh, even had a couple of passes defended, broke up one where the guy had it in his hands right in front of him. He came in and smacked it out. That was the number one thing that stood out to me on the field was Drew Sanders' ability, not just on one great play, but just as um, a, a, a coverage linebacker. What so are, awesome to What hear. are his ring of fame odds? Uh, 41%. How about 41%? That? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love that. I mean, he just has all the tools where it's like if he works out, he could be really good. I feel especially like I said on something the, really wild about Drew Sanders, but I forget what it was. That he has a 4.1% chance to not be a ring of famer? No, oh, I said wow. like, oh, he's going to be better than someone. Randy Gratishar. really good. <laughs> Randy Gratishar. Huh. I don't know. Like he has he has the tools to fit perfectly in the modern NFL. Like there's yeah. there's nothing holding him back. Yeah. No, it's 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 so true. And that pick six was during seven on sevens, but he was also making plays in team. So I just I, I absolutely love to see it. Were they tackling to the ground? Um, they were not. No, mm. no. That would have been sick. That would have been so cool. That will happen in training camp, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I was curious. Yeah. Um, but but that didn't happen. And then Sean Payton, we we saw Marvin Mims. The very first play of seven on sevens was a deep ball to Marvin Mims. Didn't end up in a completion, but I just love seeing it. Was he open? Um, he he had a step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a diving catch, and he did dive for it. Hit his hands. Would have been a very, very tough catch, but didn't come down with it. Um, but I just love seeing it. Yes. Why is Marvin Mims here? Because he's a playmaker, specifically a deep threat, but also a playmaker, and they, they go to him right away with that. It, it's not messing around. It's not making 83 uh, Marvin Mims earn it on short things before he can go deep. So I just love seeing that out of the gate. Yeah. Did he have any comments on his number? Um, he, he did not. No, no. He wasn't asked. Uh, I don't believe it was asked. Okay. But I'm pretty sure just given to him. Yeah. Just given to him. And that's all that matters. But outside of zero, like for receivers, there was like 83, 86 and 88 available or something like that. That was good research by you. Thanks. Um, my takeaway was like Sean Payton should have coach primed this like little Jordan Humphrey just can't be taking 17 mm, just cause wow. he got there first. Mm. See, Man, that's just, that's definitely a college thing. For sure. I, yeah. I mean, the, the rookies just had no options. And, and that's why I think they just gave them numbers. Yeah. They say like, okay, don't put any thought into this so you don't feel tied to it at all. Because on like August 29th or whatever cut down day is. 37 numbers will open up. Yeah. There's just like 37 more numbers to pick from. That's when you pick your number. Yeah. There's a lot of good numbers being taken up by bad players. And that'll change. Happens on bad teams. Do you think 83 is bad? I thought that was the best of the bunch that were, that was given out. Hey, I, really? I just don't want any wide receivers in the 80s. I love it. Like, I, I, 80 is the best numbers for receivers for me. Yeah, for a small guy, always, I, it's so for a small guy, like a smaller man number. living inside of Heather's yeah, body. Yeah, it's very true. He's just... I think I do a very good job of knowing when I'm wrong. And just not saying my thoughts. It's only only when prompted. (laughs) Um, Speaking, you said 88 was open. I wonder if they're going to retire that. I'm I'm in on that. Yeah. Best receiver in Broncos history. I'm definitely in on that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just interesting. Yeah. I'm generally anti-retiring numbers. Yeah. But there are extenuating circumstances. Different case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Marvin Mims didn't really stand out in terms of making plays all over the field. Um, actually, if you want to play some B-roll of practice, I think uh, there's uh, 
There's some Marvin Mims just running around. Uh, didn't make any incredible plays, but Sean said on Friday he was he was the one making plays among the rookie draft class. So uh, you, you like to see that. Um, a smaller guy and just some some B-roll that Ryan Green, shout out to Ryan Green, got from, go. from practice. There's Sean Payton wearing the orange visor. The first time we've seen him on a practice field for the Broncos with uh, Greg Penner there with uh, and fit? George Payton as well. Grout fits are sick. What is a grout awesome. fit? A gray outfit. Oh, yeah, the Vic Fangio. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gets the, the, the king of the, the grout fit. The sweatsuit. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I just loved, liked the way that they had they had Marvin Mims run all over the field. As you see there, he's motioning, then coming back over, catching a pass. Um, dude, just absolutely perfect form in blocking on air, if you can even call that <laughs> blocking. I don't um, even know what that was. But uh, in this, you're probably like, wait, what was Greg Dulcich, number 80, doing out there? They, they had 60 guys at this thing. Oh, my so God. So they just had, you know, 60 numbers they had to give out. Yeah. So don't be confused by... Uh, seeing some odd numbers out there and think that that doesn't look like Matt Hennessing uh, because Henningson. it's not Henningson. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> there's Drew Sanders right there. So that, that, that um, the other guy, the other uh, top pick for the Broncos, Riley Moss. We uh, didn't see him make any big time plays, but man, does he have the size and speed needed? When you look at him, as he said, after practice, he's like, Oh, I didn't know I was the only white corner in the NFL. Just kidding. I, I, of, of course yeah. I know. Um, but that's what stands out about him is you're like, oh, that's just a little odd seeing that. But his size and speed it just looks like a normal corner. Um, and there <coughs> were a was... lot of people that were concerned. Like, should he play safety? No. I mean, he looks like a corner. I thought it was weird to ask him about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I certainly <laughs> didn't ask that. <laughs> it's weird where it's like, I don't know. There I he feel is. like you There's give the answer at some point, you know, where it's like, I don't, again, I don't know necessarily what the springy. question should be. But like once that question's answered, don't ask him again. Yeah, like, can we just completely put that to bed? I yeah. mean, it's gonna yeah. come up in conversation, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Right. But asking it to him is just so weird. I know. And, uh, well, and like I went through and like, like read a formal a, setting. Yeah, I read a bunch of stuff from when he was at Iowa, and every one of them it has like a different quote from him about being white. <laughs> it's like yeah, because I bet every week somebody's like, hey, so you're white? What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just has to keep going. And hopefully that was like our one and we can kind of let it breathe for a while. So weird. I mean, it's it's kind of like Bryce Young, right? Like he was asked about being short and he's like, I'm not going to grow. Like yeah. th this is yeah. where I'm at. Like he doesn't need to be asked about it again. No, because you know. Yes. Like he, t what's it like being short? Boom. There you go. He told you. <laughs> so it's like, are, have you grown at all? No, there's no update. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Uh, short. But, but but he really did look big. Um, and uh, like, like he's definitely going to fit in there. When we eventually have Rally Moss on this show, which I feel mm -hmm. like is a, is a good possibility, yep. we should try to come up with like 17 different ways to ask him about being white. That uh, would actually gym, be hilarious. Jim rat. <laughs> that would be, be hilarious. So if, if we could just talk to him for like 20 minutes all about being white. as like a bit. One time uh, I came up with... Um, so... This is a really hard way to describe this story. Basically, I was working on the side for Vic Lombardi, helping him out with stuff. Okay. And he was doing uh, an interview with River Craycraft. Mm. And so I came up with 15 questions that were actual football questions that involved river puns. Wow. Oh. It was awesome. That's right up your alley. Wow. Yes, it, it was. Yeah, big time. Um, Riley Moss, by the way, great personality. I think Broncos fans are absolutely going to love him. Remember the mustache? 
Yes. That, that he had. Did uh, did you want did you want to see that stay? Hell no. I'm no. I'm very yeah, pro you didn't mustache. want it. You're pro wow. mustache. Well, his his mom and girlfriend were very anti mustache. So he you said it, he said it was kind of weird. He said yeah, it's a weird phase for me in life. Uh, but but <laughs> mom mom and girlfriend saw. hated it, so it didn't last for too long. You can't go over two in that in those categories. No, no. You gotta have one on your side. Yeah, then it's gotta go. Yep. yep. If you yeah. have one, which one are you choosing? Girlfriend for sure. Yeah, it's probably gotta be. Like yeah. mom, you're just like. Sorry, mom. Give it the time. <laughs> Tough break. Yeah. But if girlfriend is anti and mom is pro, then like you can kind of use that. Like, to an uh, extent. I guess my mom just loves me more unconditionally. Oh, wow. Uh, that could uh, cause some further <laughs> tension, probably. Could. probably um, could. If that happens, though, and you're like, well, damn, I got to make it up to my girlfriend or for Mother's Day, check out our friends over at FOCO to get some awesome gear for yourself. Might for even have fake mustaches. They probably probably fake orange mustaches. Ooh, yeah. Maybe maybe we get Riley on that train. Uh, and so many different. If you want to hide your face, you can get a little uh, mini helmet to put on <laughs> your head. Which could they maybe even have big helmets there that'll yeah. really hide your face. Uh, but they honestly have so many cool things over at Foco. We're rocking a lot of things on the set. The bobbleheads behind us, the banners. You can get so many things like that over at Foco. And the best place to get a gift. So check them out at FOCO. Use that code DNVR to get 10% off. Whether it's a gift for someone else you're getting 10% off or for yourself, use that code DNVR over at FOCO, not just for Broncos, but all Colorado sports. Hell yeah. And get yourself some sunglasses from Shady Rays. I wore my sunglasses a lot this weekend in Wyoming. Actually, it probably worked like double duty because they can block your eyes from the dust from all the terrible wind in Wyoming. It, it was, <laughs> which is weird because like, I don't know. I think of like the 90% of Mon or sorry, of Wyoming that's like just flat and nothing as what my Wyoming is. But then there's like the little part where it's like, oh, the Rocky Mountains kind of go through this side, but it was still windy. Like you're still like surrounded by mountains and things. You'd think like, oh yeah, no wind here, still windy. Bullshit. Because you're in a valley, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I don't Can't know. valleys be super windy? Apparently. Can't that be like a wind tunnel? Like I'm, in downtown, you're like unblocked by all these buildings, but no, it just that. creates massive wind tunnels. Yeah, yeah. When there's wind. I think those just like amplify wind. That's physics right there. For that you, is Henry. physics. Yeah, yeah that is. Yeah, we need in, more of that. in Chicago. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, awful. But again, like one wrong turn, ruin your day. You know why and it's it, called the Windy City? The apparently wind. not. Yeah, because not of that, because of the wind. I think is bullshit. Yeah. I think that was a branding <laughs> thing where they're like, no one wants to come here because we called it the Windy oh, City, and everyone true. hates wind. So it's about the politics in yeah. the 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, so uh, they actually were very helpful against the wind, um, and obviously the sun as well. So if you need some sunglasses, then you should head over to uh, Shady Rays. You can get 50% off with the code DMVR if you buy two or more pairs. And you can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Boom. There it is. Joint practices with the Rams is someplace that you are going to need sunglasses for. Out in Los Angeles, Broncos, the goal is to have joint practices with the Rams leading up to their final preseason game this coming uh, season. Do you like that? Not particularly. This is the Los Angeles Rams that last year when they were in joint practices... Aaron Donald may be the most physically impressive human uh, in football or in the world. Oh, everywhere, was yeah. swinging his helmet at players. Oh, shit. So that's yeah. kind of what comes to your mind. You're like, oh, good, joint practices. Coaches like joint practices. Oh, um, maybe not with this team. No one's ever gotten away with being a dirty player as well as Aaron Donald does. What else does he do? He just has a bunch of history of, like, 
things like that. And the NFL, with that case, said, you are responsible for your own practices. We're not going to suspend or do anything mm -hmm. for that. And the Rams were like, we're not suspending Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I do think, I mean, I think there's a real chance that Sean Payton would see that as a positive. Like, we kind of want to go up against these guys where it's just going to be, like, chippy and gross. So and he wants Quinn Miners swinging his helmet around <laughs> to people? I think he wants to see all of them develop from boys into men. And I think that's what this offseason is about. Isn't that a band? It is. Boys well, to men. Boys to men. Yeah. Do you think Sean Payton likes it? No. Boys to men? Yeah. I have no idea what I don't know either. That's, it's like R&B. Okay. Oh. Huh. Well, that's just another topic. But I do think that there's definitely there are, is like, another topic. You want it to be pretty heated. Like, I think one of the worst things that happened to the Broncos last year is they just kicked the Cowboys' ass for a day and then thought they were really good. You know? Yeah. <sighs> the Broncos are going to kick the Rams' ass. Like, you don't want to be in the are, hospital. Rams are garbage. <laughs> I hate uh, that I've matured to a point where I just have learned that like you can't really take anything from training camp or joint practices. Mm -hmm. Man, it's really true. It's really true. <laughs> it could mean a trip to L.A. for us. Yes. Potentially. Yeah, boys go yeah. to L.A. Yeah, yeah. Eat some really good tacos. And then we can cross that place. off of the list for to go this season because we've already been there. You true. know, like we don't have to go to the Chargers game. Yeah, I mean, we never were going to, but. Wow. It's just going to have enough Broncos fans anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that That's true. But so road joint practices cooler than home joint practices when you go when you that's a big key when you go yes yeah or else you have excellent or extreme fomo yes not foco fomo yeah. what was the last one vikings you're right mm -hmm. yep vikings and then 49ers and again there was like something that came out of those vikings practices and i was like oh and then it was just nothing uh yeah. that was uh didn't drew that was drew and teddy and I think Drew had like a great first yeah. practice and yeah. then just absolutely like failed miserably the, the next day or something yeah. like that. The number one example of how you can take nothing from joint practices was the very end of Paxton's last quarterback battle yep. in San Francisco. Bro goes like 15 of 15 yep. in a joint practice yep. and team. Yeah. Absolutely carves the 49ers. We're like, this just turned the whole competition on its head if he goes out there and balls yeah. in the preseason game he's gonna win the job he did not ball in the preseason game he did not win the job he's never won any job ever again wow yeah you're you're taking the grinch approach to this one joint practices are stupid <laughs> don't matter i just you can't take anything from anything until there's a game on the field it's really true and so expect an official announcement on that soon but sean payton was close enough with Sean McVay that he was he was comfortable saying that that was going to happen. Something that's going to change about traveling, the Broncos. So typically, I think this is like with any sport or any team in any sport, when you go and play a game and you are supposed to come back right after that game, you come back right after that game. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's a primetime game and it ends at midnight and you're not getting on the plane till 2 and then you're not getting back until 5 a.m. That's how it always works. That's how it's always worked. Uh, Sean Payton's going to change that. He said primetime games when they're flying away, if they're going to schedule to get in after 2 a.m., they're going to stay in that same city for an extra night. Then he said he's going to adjust the schedule that week to then uh, give the players that following day off, and then everything's just going to be pushed back a day. And to me, I thought, wow, like actually being open to change and like helping your players' bodies recover after a game, making sure that they're mm -hmm. getting 
a good night's sleep in a hotel room instead of getting in at 5 a.m. and then having to be in the facility at 9.30 a.m. It To me, it makes sense. Now, yeah. who knows how much this is going to help, but I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a sensible thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, the one thing that I would tell you from players of other sports who sometimes stay overnight in cities is they're not getting a good night's sleep that night. Uh, that's, that's true. Fair. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very fair. Maybe mm-hmm. Sean will be very uh, particular to bedtimes. I wouldn't or be. Club Double just roll right, <laughs> right yeah, exactly. Maybe night. that's what it's for. Yeah. Uh, and he specifically pointed to the Buffalo game when they play Monday night in Buffalo. Um, oh, what a nightmare and that would have been coming back. That's also a Monday night game. So that oh. means the Broncos are, you know. Get back Tuesday. Get back Tuesday, have Wednesday off, and then are in the building on Thursday for a short week. I mean, that that's going to be very, very different. Don't Who they do have they a play? difficult opponent the next week, too? Um, I believe it starts getting easier after okay. that. All right. Um, but with, with, oh, oh beautiful. Nice. There's a schedule. So the chargers at home. So uh, depending no, on, no, 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 it's uh, oh, I, you're right. It's home to the Vikings on Sunday night, Sunday night football. So you steal a few hours. Yeah. 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 You get, you get a couple of hours. So are the Vikings good? Yeah. Uh, I'd say the Vikings are good. They're not great. They're like the definition they, of good. Would yeah. you rather play the Vikings or the chargers? Take away like the history at home. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. I'd rather play the Vikings. So there Shocker. we go. That, I mean, Justin Herbert is <laughs> is better than Kirk Cousins. Is he? At what? Yes. I, he is, he a is year ago, I would have been totally on the same page. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is like, he's good. He's, he's I don't know. Before he was just kind of like a bunch of empty numbers. Pizza bet on who has a better season, it'll be obvious. No, you can't do um, arbitrary bets like Henry, that. Henry, you can be the judge. I'll be the judge. I'll be no, fair no, no, and no, no, no. Ryan's a judge. Oh, I won't be the judge. Who's taking this bet? I'm not taking an arbitrary bet. Uh, Will you be the judge for Henry? While you were gone, I took the dumbest bet of my life. Arbitrator. Great. I thought. I thought. Arbitrator. I thought Kendall Hinton and Marquez Callaway were kind of like a 50-50 to make the roster, and somehow Zach convinced me to take Kendall Hinton in the bet, which I should not have done because I think it's a 50-50. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you got you got the worst odds. Yeah. You should have gotten plus odds on Kendall. <laughs> yeah, he, I, he a, didn't even put up a fight. So, no, you know, it was a bad day. If someone's given me, you know, nuggets plus four tomorrow, I'm, I'm taking and run with it. I'm not trying oh, to yeah. make it a fair deal for them. No, I mean, I owe you each a pizza. You just got to collect. That's great. That's true. Um, so because the new rule is the pizza has to be eaten together. Has that, to be eaten uh, together. I love that. Uh, Henry, are you going to accept this bet? I'm not betting on Kirk Cousins. It? <laughs> wow. So you don't believe it then. Okay. Also, it's no, about, I guess we, we they're the same guy. How about sure. this? Who's they're better, Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen or Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson? Oh, well, definitely Justin Jefferson gives Kirk Cousins that boost, yeah. and that's included in the bet. You know, he gets he has Justin Jefferson. Yep. Yep. So that just shows how confident I am that Justin Herbert's better than Kirk Cousins, which is just crazy that this is even a conversation. They're the same guy. Um, Last thing. Oh, I'm so happy that Henry's... Back on the, <laughs> the right side of history. Last, last, well, two more things. The Broncos did seven on sevens. Okay. They did seven mm-hmm. on sevens. Yeah. They did seven on sevens. Oh, that was something. For they the didn't first do. time in a year. The modern NFL. Yes. It's about throwing the football. Why not? They they did it. And it was like, when you first saw it, you're like, okay, seven on seven, type eight in your notes. And then two minutes later, you're like, this is something I haven't typed in a year. Yeah. That they're actually doing these. I, from a spectator standpoint, hate seven on sevens. Oh, Be- so stupid. Because it's just like, in terms of you just don't know what 
to make of it. Yeah. Right. Well, and then especially when we're doing our quarterback uh, uh, battles over the years, and you're like, oh my gosh, he just went seven for seven and seven on sevens. And then he goes out in team and he's one for four. You're yeah. like, well, I can't even give him credit for the seven on sevens anymore. Right. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's just a weird thing. I actually understand the value of it from a practice standpoint, mm-hmm. but I think this is why we end up having bad takes about things from training camp because yeah. you're like, oh my God, like, for example, like Marvin Mims went had like three deep balls and seven on seven mm-hmm. that he caught, and it's just like, well, yeah, the quarterback had an unlimited time to wait for him to get open. Yeah, and that's I mean that's come up a few times a day, where it's like the seven on seven thing. Like, yeah, it's probably good for them to do it. It doesn't mean anything to us. Like the the right joint practices, like good for them to do it, but like can't read anything into it from our side. Because again, like which we will. Just yeah. Oh yeah, we will. That's what we're here yeah. to do. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully, but, hopefully it's Russell Wilson going ten for ten, not Russell Wilson scrambling like Paxton Lynch did. Ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that leads to maybe the most savage quote of all time. And let's just Oof. let's just hear it straight from Sean's mouth um, because he was ta- Sean was talking about Drew Sanders pick six. So the question was about Drew Sanders pick six in practice and the plays Drew's been making, and Sean went out of his way with this comment. Yeah, he's, look, listen. This, this, the, the draft, the draft class is all, uh, you know, made a number of plays. Um, unfortunately for Ben DiNucci, it was his first interception, and there was more to that interception. If you looked at it, it was a good play by Sanders. It was right in front of Greg Penner, and I, and I was telling Greg before pra- practice how this Ben DiNucci was doing well, and so. You know, I told Ben, I said, you know, he owns Walmart, you know, and, and if it doesn't work out here, there's, I'm sure, a greeting opportunity somewhere, one of his local stores. So, but it was a good play by Drew, good break. Um, Marvin had a. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, as, set of as straight faced as you could be saying it to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Literally my gosh. Went one, like, 180 degrees out of his way yes to just bury ben denucci <laughs> yes. like, yeah, like i took that as oh he must really like ben denucci be doing that yeah like like he must really like him if he's willing to go up there and say that like if you don't like the guy maybe you're just a complete asshole and you say something <laughs> like that but like the fact that they then went and signed him yeah. to the roster it's yeah, like yeah, oh, that, yeah he knew that, he knew already that he makes liked it him. better uh, was, otherwise like wow what what <laughs> disrespect to not just the player, but also like workers at Walmart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're right, Henry. That changed everything. So I mm-hmm. screenshotted Zach's tweet about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just waiting for the announcement that the Broncos had cut Ben DiNucci. <laughs> oh, wow. So then screenshot that for a tweet. And then they signed him. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't yeah. as bad. And then uh, I went the better. other way because like right now, it's Jarrett Guarantano or Ben DiNucci is your third quarterback. Probably on the practice squad, not the active roster, but your third quarterback. One of those guys is way, way, way more experienced than the other, and also handpicked by Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll like, be it'll be Ben DiNucci. It will be. So I mean, a great weekend for Ben. He had three days to prove himself, mm-hmm. and Sean said how he was having a really good weekend leading up to that interception, mm-hmm. and then maybe also um, taking some blame off of him for the interception, saying there were some other things going on with that. No, I'm pretty sure that was just him trying to set up the fact that Greg yeah. Penner was standing there, like as if people would have noticed that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think he actually told that to Ben? Yes. Could you imagine 
you're a tryout player. And from what <laughs> I understand about Ben DiNucci, he is a confident guy in himself. Uh, so probably not a typical tryout player, but a tryout player. And you just made a mistake. And you're like, shit, this is probably it for me. Like, not going to make the team. And then Sean Payton tells you that? Oh, my gosh. Means he, he likes him. Yeah, he tells you there there might be some jobs open at Walmart for you. Yeah, as yeah. a greeter because yeah. the owner's right here. Like you, good connection. There. The dude was just like bawling in the XFL. Yeah, like. uh -huh. yeah, yeah. And and like I, my favorite part is that Sean told him that, and was like, oh, that was hilarious. Like he loved the joke so right, much he wanted to use it again, and he was right. It. Like it's a, it's awesome. It's yeah. it's it's incredible. Yeah, that was. Remember, like, back in the day when, like, your friend would say something funny, then you would post it as your Facebook status? <laughs> oh, right. Wow. That <laughs> wow. Uh, when he said that, I uh, didn't tweet it live because I was like, he probably did not say what I just thought he said. <laughs> uh, and then so went back and listened to it. And sure enough, he yep. said it. First thing I did was I sent it to you guys. And I was like, this is the craziest quote I've ever heard from a coach. Yeah, he just buried him, dude. He did. Um, but if you're throwing picks in seven on seven, honestly... It's not bad. Uh, I will say, Ben DiNucci, low-key electric arm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fun to watch throw the football. Yeah. Is I'm, that it? Or do you think there's something there? Uh, With Sean? I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you'll have fun in training camp. Shout out JMU. They love him. Yes, JMU. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, those were the biggest takeaways. Also mm -hmm. a great nickname, Gucci DiNucci. Yeah. I, I just mean, realized... I brought up seeing the seven moose in Wyoming. I did not bring up seeing Russell Wilson in the airport. Yes. More topical. I know there's so many relatable, things. normal guy. Yeah, Russell Wilson is. flying yeah. commercial. Multiple times crazy. now. Just happened to be spotted in the airport. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. It was a weird thing where you're just like, yeah, shouldn't you take like a private plane or something? But then I was like, would I blow that much money on a private plane? No. Like it's a little bit inconvenient, but he, he brought. He has a private plane he though. Owns he a private owns plane. Yeah, but you got you gotta pay the pilot, and it. you gotta book a spot in the hangar out there, and then bring it back. Plus, Sierra the night before was in New York, and so you'd imagine that they use the private plane. So that's probably actually what it was. I, I you can then like charter private planes. I honestly think he's trying to be more relatable. I think that is this what is, Russell Wilson is doing. Okay, Henry, I need to know: Did he have that face on? Face. There that was one that he had the whole Nuggets game. Uh, oh no! I did he look happy to you? It was weird that a lot of people didn't notice him, but there was like a a lady who sixties, uh, I'd say sixties, okay. and he Very was like helping her like get her get her stuff up and like get those bins because it's the weird thing where the wow. bin comes out of the thing. And I think it was a different lady. It might have been the same one. Sometimes they kind of run together, but after they got through, um, was like coming up and like looking up and like the look on her face made it very clear what was happening. She was like having the time of her life talking to Russell Wilson. He, he was like smiling, but like, I don't know, pretty standard airport security face. And the thing was, so he was in the other line and we were in like the one to the right. And so there were like eight people in front of me trying to get through like the scanner thing. And I was like, oh, please let, let me go through, like, just say what's up to Russ and like catch up. And not catch up with him, but catch up to him and be like, what a flex would that have been? If I was like, hey, Lexi, this is this is Russ. Like, would have been a good flex. Wouldn't yeah. that be, no, wouldn't she that doesn't be a believe flex? You. No, but the line went so much faster that there's just there's no rushing through security. So um, slightly 
slight gap in stardom, but last time I was at the airport, I saw Jack White, Nuggets legend. Um, <laughs> not the one from the White Stripes. Yeah, no, that was my um, first thought again. And I, so like we were doing the thing where we were crossing each other in the line every time we went around. And like every time I was like, should I say, just like go Nuggets or whatever. But what what ended up stopping me is like, I didn't want other people to like bother him if I said something. Right, yeah. right, and so right. I would have felt like the same same kind of pressure if Russ was there. I was like, if I say something, then someone's going to behind me. Oh, my God. Like, it's same thing right. happened to me at a Nuggets game when I ran into Tim Patrick. I was like, what up, Tim? And then like 14 people around right. stopped me like, Tim, that's Tim Patrick? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> exactly. I but, think Henry should have been just like jumping up and up. Russ! Russell, 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 Russell. <laughs> you say, hey, man, or what's up, brother, with me every day. Remember? <laughs> but yeah, um, somebody asked, like, how big was the entourage? That's what I was going to say, though. It was like, it's like 30 grand to charter a jet. He just has, like, that same security guy he always has around. Like, when you're just buying the two tickets, maybe buy a third so you get the whole row. Like, that really does save a lot of money. Not that he needs to, yeah, but... I don't know why we're talking about saving Russell Wilson money. That definitely doesn't need to happen. I think, I mean... I, I don't know. I was going to say I would, and I was like, I have no idea. Like, I can't he tell you no who I would be with $250 million. He had no going around the world in that private jet last year. Oh, I yeah. I think it's, and the money's only gotten better since the last offseason. Oh, yeah. $80 million in his bank account from the time from August till mm -hmm. now, I believe. The money's fine. I honestly think it's a relatability thing. But you mentioned having the, he was having the time of his life, or she was having the time yeah. of her life. Last person said that about? Vance, Vance Joseph. Joseph. He wasn't well, there this weekend. He was at his daughter's graduation, true. so... Congratulations to his daughter. Uh, but we didn't get to see Vance actually back in Broncos gear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. And of course, the Broncos haven't tweeted anything about him. So I got to say, as someone who missed work for a graduation on Friday, I don't think people should be allowed to miss work for graduations. Why? I don't think people should have to oh, go to graduation. That's what I mean. That is your oldest yeah. take ever. And it's like you're an really? old person saying I agree. that. And it's so bad. What I'm saying is like going to graduations is such a waste it's so boring oh, yeah. yeah it is it's it dumb is. but like you gotta be there if it's someone close to you i know we need to you end do. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it starts at all city like what you should do is like hey you congratulations on graduating like one time off work let's go to a super nice <laughs> dinner tonight yeah like there's you go to the parties the graduation yeah, parties, graduation you don't go parties to the, yep yep i'm not yeah do you sit there and it's like somebody comes and well, I guess it might be different depending on where you're graduating from. When you're graduating from Columbia Falls High School, the pool of people who they pull in to give advice, you get an interesting group. So one as time, an adult, I don't necessarily this, need this to hear like them. This is what all. I'm kind of talking about here. One time, someone told me, "Hey, the the area where we're doing the ceremony for our wedding is full." but you can come to the reception. <laughs> and I was like, that's the nicest that's thing anyone's ever done for me. Exactly. No offense, Zach. Uh, no, you guys have to be at the, uh, <laughs> the, the, at the wedding in order to be at the reception. Don't worry. I think uh, the over-under said like 14 and a half minutes. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just I just put that out there right now, so maybe I'm blown away by the number. But oh, I'll be there. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'll be there now. <laughs> you know, I, so I've been to a wedding where there was a two-hour ceremony. No, 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 no. Multiple no. languages. Mm, wow. Oh, three. Oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, no. no. Oh. There's no way. Oh, gosh. That would she be was it. from like 
a random Eastern European country. Okay. Oh. Uh, his family is from Mexico. Mm. So they did English, Spanish, and whatever wow. else. Wow. And it was like very <laughs> religious, so you had to go through like all the things. Thanks. So you couldn't Oof. just go for the English part of it? No, but oh, I yeah. sat in the background watching an Avs playoff game the whole time. So wow. I was all right. Yep. Have you done that multiple times? No. That, that was, was the cool. one. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that story before. Um, in a good way. In a good story. Yeah. 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 Ice Cam, like, to me, if you're getting married, there's like a piece of paper you got to sign. You know, that's kind of like, how do you extend needing to sign a piece of paper into two hours? You don't actually sign the paper at that thing either. Like, what are you what's, during that ceremony? My sister did. Really? Huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I've never seen that Because I was before. the uh, officiant. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to sign it too. So like right after oh. the ceremony ended, we like went over to a table and signed all the papers. Yeah. But wow. see, after the ceremony. Well. It yeah. was like right after. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So not even during. Well, yeah. You, so you pronounce them man and wife. Yeah. And they were not. And nope. then they kiss. I'm pretty sure they even need to like file that for it to be official too. Wow. Again, we're just getting uh, old man Hank. But the whole here. thing is just kind of, I don't know. It's confusing. We went to, to me. weddings, but really it's all about graduations. Which <laughs> <we> <laughs> also bad. <is> way worse. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Way worse. Uh, I agree. Even your own graduation sucks. Yeah. yeah, especially if you don't know if you're going to graduate. A new thing that I wow. saw at this uh, <laughs> CU graduation I was at on Friday is the kids just left after their name, which probably yeah. smart was which what I wish I would have yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, at but that then by point, the end, the people who are last are just like in an empty wow in an empty gym. That's depressing. No one cares about them. Yeah, tough. Speaking of yeah. people caring about us, got a couple super chats. Let's Kevin go. Locke says. You guys are awesome. Ah, wow. You are Kevin? too, Kevin. That's the nicest thing One of the few people in the today. Locke family who exactly. feel that yeah, way. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Slow Talker, legendary name, says, As a first-gen student who's also indigenous, uh, I really appreciate graduation ceremonies and family who can make oh. it. But 2020 didn't allow that. Oh, yeah. no. Well, he made me look bad. Uh, (laughs) at least in my defense i so it's like a two-day thing at cu again really make people take two days off of work um uh and so i told them it was like sleeting for my outdoor graduation at folsom field for like the whole class yeah i just told my parents don't come (laughs) yeah and they didn't (laughs) yeah so but you gave them that that off the hook yeah yeah like what if what if it's important to your kid you're just gonna say nope no, I will go <laughs> yeah. unless, as a society, we, we wise up to the fact that, that that's a waste. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Celebrate after. Wow, you are so savage. More savage <laughs> than Sean. Dang. Sorry. Brutal. Are we sorry that the show's done? Is it done? I don't think we have anything to apologize for. It was pretty good. It was a good show. It was fun. Do you have a any, lot. No comments on the website? Um, uh, I didn't say anything bad. I don't think we have time. Oh, so we okay. can get to them tomorrow. Oh. All right. We can get good. to them tomorrow. Um, so drop your comments that you had on this show for tomorrow's show, and we will get to them. And we'll be breaking down the right. Centura Health Training Center press conference. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Just kidding. We probably won't be. <laughs> All right. Uh, love you guys. How long has it been since you had rolled out the truck and a country drive Now understand that you need some time I know some landmarks we used to hit We're flying